Salutations, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Recap Book Chat. My name is Kate, and this is my mom, Sheila. And we are just so excited that you're with us today. And I wanted to share a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. I am part of everything that I have read. What have you been reading? We'll share with you what we've been reading and what's at the top of our book stack. Hello and welcome to the Recap Book Chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have our special Kid Lit Locker commentators with us again today. Who are? Jonah. And? I. Titus, right? Yes. And what are we going to be reviewing today? Hank the Cow Dog. Do you know the author? Nana um, does. John R. Uh, Everett. Erickson. John and you know, you John know where he lives? Um, he lives in Perryton, Texas. So, Nana, you actually met him. So, what? Uh, tell us about him. Well, I've met him and I've sat and talked with him a lot. I've met him all the time. So, uh, he is, uh, and he and I met him when he was first starting. So, uh, years ago, in fact, your um, uncle. Caleb wanted to talk with him and he was going around to school. So I took him to uh, a town called White Deer and they had a tea and there John Erickson was just sitting there. And of course, Caleb was like, because oh, we'd read the first and the second book. And Caleb was like, this is him. I can't believe it. And he said, I'm going to ask him to talk like Drover. And so he went over there and he said, can you talk like Drover? And he went, oh, my leg, hang my leg, my leg. Uh, and then he said, are you, do you think you'll write more books? And he looked at Caleb and he said, yes, I do. Because a dog can get into a lot of trouble. Oh, <laughs> what a good answer. Yeah. And he said he thought there'd be a lot of books. And then I don't know that it's past 50. So have you seen him uh, in recent years? Yeah, he comes to the um, craft fair uh, every year. So he, he sits there and he autographs books for people. Wow. Okay. That's so cool that you have a that connection with a real author, you know? That Yeah, it is. It's very I cool. I you know? to meet John Patrick Green and Dave Pilkey. Yeah. You have? Are, well, yeah. you who knows? It might happen sometime. They go they go to bookstores. So, did you ask John Erickson how he got started? Like what did he have a real dog that inspired the Hank the Cowdog series? Yes, there was I don't know if it I don't think it was his dog cuz he was a cowboy. But, uh, yeah, I think he, there was a dog, and his name was Hank. And that's, of course, why your brother named our dog Hank. Yes. Yeah, so you had a personal Hank. And did. he did get into trouble. So, <laughs> there you go. He kind of had similar attitudes as Hank the cow dog. Yes. But did Not he many like, dogs can roll their was eyes. He a, but, was he a ranch dog? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't shake the table. Uh, Boys, what was your favorite part of the book? My, my favorite part would probably be when at the end where Hank is like, um, he was like, Drover, tell me what these tracks are. And he said, mm, okay, they were tracks and it was made by an animal and <laughs> they went this way. <laughs> I remember you guys laughing about that part. Yeah. 
So what they about you? That, they thought that was so funny when I read it to them because we did this as a read aloud, and they they made me read that over, and they were dying laughing. Remember that? Okay, Jonah, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was that part that he said, too. And also, my favorite part is when they sang, I'm just a worthless coyote. Yeah, me me, just a worthless coyote. Yeah. And my also so, favorite part is when he meet Mrs. Missy Coyote and he and he told her and and the author said like 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 um coyotes and dogs they don't speak the same language <laughs> and then he said it and then and then he said his name is Hank and she said Hunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they talk a little different. They're supposed and, to. He's portraying and, them not to be as smart as dogs. Hunk. Me hunk. Yeah, like hunk said, like hunk want to eat. What about the uh? What about the buzzard that stutters? Did you like him, what Wallace? Buzzard? Yeah, remember the butter, the one. The buzzard. Like, yeah, the buzzards were one was like, uh, one was you know what one was like But here's a here's a quote from him. I'm t t telling you, pa. Pa, he's d d dead. I oh, picked up I the signals. Here and they saw him with a chicken head. And it's like, and he was Wait, like, Wait, you interrupted. Go ahead, Nana. Well, uh, the reason that they thought he was dead was why? Why did Wallace the buzzard think Hank was dead? And he's he walking around. He had a chicken head on him, and it uh, made him. Uh, it made him stink really bad, so that's why they thought he was dead. So, uh, there in this book, Hank hits the cow dog trail. So, uh, and he hits the cow dog trail because he's accused of killing the chicken. Did he kill the chicken, boys? Yes. No. Wait, no. Wait. no. So, um, why he had the chicken head on his neck was because, um, was um because uh well like we're, there was a murder and um like it like the coyotes killed the chicken and and like it was already dead so he decided to eat it but but when um was it the daughter that came out you remember the daughter was it the wife yes the wife she came out and he and she saw Hank eating the chicken and she saw that he ate the chicken so they put a um. They put, they tied string, so they got the uh, chicken head and tied it up to his neck. And they say, like, whenever that falls off, um, the, whenever that falls off, you can almost, whenever that falls off. Uh, I don't remember the falling off part, but I do remember Sally Mae. Uh, yes, she, this, you know what Sally Mae did? She jumped to conclusions. She assumed it was Hank. So sometimes if you like your brother might say something and you might take it wrong. Do we sometimes jump to conclusions like Sally Mae? Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe they didn't mean it that way. You know, so Hank evidence, there was evidence, but it was not even the correct evidence. But my favorite part in there, one of my favorite quotes, and I say it all the time was in there. Hank says, do you mean that as an insult or a compliment? <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. a good so, quote. Hey, Hank, Hank had the chicken head on and he became an outlaw and stuff. But after Why? He, because he was uh, tired of like having to deal with this. Why? Because like he's all he's trying to help and like 
he felt wrongly accused. He yeah. says it's a thankless job, the head of rank, ranch security, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then at the end, when he figured out they were going to go kill chickens, Drover... Wait, wait, you're, you're speeding ahead. So he so he feels unappreciated, so he decides to leave and, and go live on his own. Hey, Nana, what's your favorite part? Well, uh, my favorite part, I liked... Um, I liked a lot, but I really did enjoy uh, them in town with Bruno because I liked them talking about it and getting Bruno all upset. It says, you know why their faces smush like that? Their brains have been smallered. <laughs> oh, I forgot that I put a note here. It said the original Hank the Cowdog was an Australian shepherd from Beaver, Oklahoma. So, and he's and this is what John Erickson said about him. He's three bells short of a load. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was funny because he started out um, uh, and he in itself is a story because, you know, he was publishing articles for magazines and then someone liked this one or, or something. But guess what? When he wrote the book, nobody would publish it. Nobody. Oh, really? And so he had to self-publish it. And since then, they've wanted to, I mean, this was a long time ago, Kate, when you were little, they were going to make it into a cartoon and go, he was, uh, Hank was going to go to Hollywood. You know, there was a little brief clip, but he would not ever do that because they would not agree that Hank's not going to use bad words. Hank's not going to, Hank, Hank's, Hank is funny, but it's always good humor. It's not bad humor, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he's turned it down and then it started out, it was going to happen again. And it, it, so he won't let Hank do stuff that's um, that God would not approve of. So I thought, wow, wow that's pretty he's good. He's had to turn down some Hollywood offers. That's impressive. Go ahead. Okay. Because some Hollywood movies are like PG-13. Most of them are. Because and for, yeah, have, for you for you boys, you might want to go to a website. It's called HankTheCowDog.com, and they have cool games where you can whack a coyote, ranch memory, tic-tac-toe, and you can find your age in dog years. And guess how old Nana is in dog years? Are you ready? Yes. 441 what? years old. <laughs> so if you're a dog, I bet you'll be dead by now. Oh, I, I'm a dead dog, guys. I'm, I said, yikes. But you wow. can put it in and there's a, and I said, is this thing broken? <laughs> what about you, Kate? Kate, what was your favorite part? Oh, I really liked the, when he's with the Cowdies and he's, uh, he's just kind of in love with Missy Cowdy, and then he sees, but then he meets Missy Cowdy's mom, <laughs> and they make him, and then he has to eat, and they they think there's, you know, he's this honored guest, and he gets, um, what what it was something horrible, some yeah, and they have a um, aged mutton, aged mm -hmm. mutton, and he's just trying to eat it, and he's you keep it down, daddy. yeah. And I just, I had, I just thought that was so funny because I remember um, a similar story for me when I was, I don't know, I think probably sixth grade or something. And I had a little boyfriend and I went over to his house and his family, they loved Asian food. And I don't, we didn't have that growing up really. And at the time, and I just, they were just going on and on about these, uh, uh, all this stuff. I can't even remember what it was now, but I just remember 
I think it was like different egg rolls and different stuff like that. And oh. I just remember be like trying to yeah. try to drink it. I was like, take a bite, take a large sip of soda, trying to get it down. So I, I felt like I could really relate to Hank on that. So um, I, well, and I think it's funny when he uh, meets Missy Coyote's mom and she smiles at him and she's kind of toothless. And he said, she looked a lot like Missy Coyote. And she had some of that aged mutton hanging off her mouth. <laughs> and, and he's like, okay. And I think that kind of was hilarious. And then there's a big showdown between Missy Coyote's brother, Scrunch, and, and Hank. And Hank can run a bluff pretty good, can't he? But, I, I mean, he does his job well. And let's talk about Drover. Who's Drover? Drover is Hank's, um, uh, Hank's, uh. Sidekick? Yeah, sidekick. He's the one who was like, Hank, can you tell me what these tracks are? And Drover was like, well, they're tracks made by an animal, and it went this way. (laughs) It, It actually turned out to be a skunk. Hank thought it was a badger and something, so he dove at it, and the skunk got him. So yeah, but and then you're ready for book two, aren't that, you? Before um, that, before that, they had like this coyote versus Drover war, and Hank saved um, Drover's life. They were about to kill him, and when. Drover acted like he was dead or hurt or something. And they brought him outside. <laughs> he opened an eye when, when, and then he looked around and then he shut it. And he got warm milk and a blanket for three days. And then he peed on the rug and got kicked out outside. And then that's where uh, Hank was like, Drover, these tracks were made. Well, they were made by an animal and they went this way. And, also- and then there's one book that um, is about Drover and how Drover came to be. And Drover was from Twitchell, Texas, which is outside of Perryton. And um, when I talked to John Erickson one time, he said that was hard to write. It was hard to write a book about the sidekick because you didn't have that chemistry between Hank and Drover. Because Hank thinks he's superior. That gives you a lot of room for jokes and stuff. And then, and then, uh, you know, Drover, he's not trying to be a hero. He's like, Oh, my leg, Hank, my leg. And he's making excuses, but he is smart, but he just doesn't have any. And as a, as a little pup, he had to be kicked out. His mom kicked him out. She had some more pups come and, so they had a fence around the yard, and when he went out, they nailed it shut uh, or put something in front of it or something, so he couldn't get back in. So, but I do like Horton. that Drover has his moment because, yeah, he is the he's the chicken like a, a chicken hearted. He always runs away from problems, but when it comes down to it, at the climax, he stands his ground, and you're just he had integrity, but you're nothing like, to back for- it up with. Yeah. <laughs> And I also found this one part. I found the part where he said, like, where he's like, blah, 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 like, 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 the, uh, like when the crows found him. Yes, the buzzer. Yeah. You meet the characters there, and those characters come back in all the different ones. And like when we had the fire here uh, years ago, he wrote a book about the fire. So I'm sure he's probably going to write. He's written one about a tornado. He even has a game, the Texas tornado one. Wow. But I'm sure he'll write another one. His own place was burned during that fire. So, oh, I didn't know that. And during COVID, 
John Erickson made, uh, he would go out in the pasture and read parts of his book so the kids could have some um, entertainment during COVID when they, so I thought that was sweet. That was sweet. Mm -hmm. Hey, Nana, you can kind of tell which one was that, was like that one guy that that was like, um, so, 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 like the, like the, like the butcher guy, he was the bottom one. The, the uncle was like the top one, right? Uh, Scrunch? Are you talking about buzzards or are you talking about coyotes? He's, he's talking about the buzzard. He's looking at page 61 at the... Oh, and That's his who's, dad. Who's the illustrator? Uh, it was Gerald Holmes. Okay, he does a good job. I, I just yes. wanted to shout out to him. that yeah. Yeah, He was like from Perryton too. And okay. I got a poster and John Erickson wrote your name and Caleb's name on him. Because I said, uh, I think we'd read like six books or something. Well, and you got the boys' shirts. They actually have Hank the Cat Dog shirts. Yes. Oh, well, you'll have to take a picture. Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. We're, you're thematic. Yeah. There you go. Well, I, and you know, if you read the more, uh, one of, I asked him because, you know, I just wanted to, because there's 50. And I, I thought I pretty much knew I wasn't probably going to read 50 because I'm not a kid. I have jo- a job at that, t- at that time. And he said, well, they're like my kids. I like them all. And I said, but if you only, you know, if you were going to be uh, on a desert island and you could take just one, he said probably the the priceless uh, corn cob one. So I got that one, and I was reading part of that to your pop when he had a surgery. You know, I took Hank the cow dog in there, and I'm laughing, and they're probably thinking, "Why is she laughing? This is serious." <laughs> but it, it was funny because I'm, in that one, Hank thinks corn cobs are priceless. Oh. Every one of them. He is really good about getting into the mind of an of a dog, mm-hmm. and that's and that would be an idea for you guys. You could try writing a story and get in the mind of uh, anything you want, but do like John Erickson, watch that dog and try to figure out what he's thinking. And we forgot to mention Pete the barn cat. Did you like him? Oh him? yes, I I when I, I looked back on the page and I saw um when Hank got like the coins in him and he was pulling it out. Porky quills. Yes, the porky quills. And then, was that a dog or the cat that was watching him? That was the cat that was oh, making yes. fun. And, I, and if you look at the front like page of the book, I like the background of it. Like, it's just Hank and then the background. I like that part. Mm-hmm. Like, the like when you first, like, when you have the book and you first look at the background, you see Hank in the front and then you see like, the geeks and the barn. And um, I also forgot every time um his uh his um the psychic um he would always go to the barn shed the uh what was it called the um machine shed yes machine shed every time he got scared he always ran there like always Titus if you were to recommend this to a friend what would you tell him about the book how would you how would you what would you say it's about? What would you recommend to them? Like, why would you recommend them read it? I would say, well, because it's a pretty good book. And, um... What kind of, what kind of friends would like this book? Well, People that like what? Books. Dogs? Maybe some who like... Funny things. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like humor because, as you know, when Bruno's insulted Hank and say 
you're a two-bit cow dog. And Hank says, do you mean that as a compliment or an insult? Well, see, if you're not, if you don't have the humor, a sense of humor, you're not going to understand that's funny. I don't come under, it's not very funny to me that. See, there you go. Yeah, there was parts they didn't get. So there's some parts they didn't understand, but there's a lot of parts they did. So don't let that stop you. You know, just get what no, you No, I can. would say just keep reading because he's, he was in second grade. He's in, he's fixing to go into third. Usually that's the year that I, they start in third grade and then fourth grade, they're dying laughing. They can't even keep quiet. Mm -hmm. So it's about fourth grade when they really understand all the humor. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm but, into third grade and then fourth. Yeah. You'll get it. But the more you read Hank, the more you understand. Cause I've had third graders cackling during reach the self time. And when I see that they're reading the Hank, the cow dog book, I, do, I just leave them alone. I don't even get onto them or anything. Cause they can't help it. They can't yeah. help it. Hey now. Uh-huh. Um, so Hank said he would make a deal with them. If he if they got the string off, then he would let them have the chicken head. And that's what that's they true. Did. And they that's, that's the how he got head. rid of the chicken head. Yes. And and then speaking of head, then what did Missy Coyote have on her head? A can. Yeah. And who got that off? Hank. And that's why she's in love with Hunk. Yeah. Hunk. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, which that would you would think. I mean, that is pretty sad. That's again, that's just a side note on not to litter because yeah. that would be a horrible way to die. With her, was it was it a pineapple can? One of those big no, ones? No, it was a Hawaiian punch. punch. Okay, and which is a drink that people use, you know, used to have a lot. Now this book is older because, like, in it was in the eighties uh, when he. I, I know he had like six books out, so it was probably written in the seventy late seventies. Oh so. yeah, I forgot to say when. No, it, was, it says eighty three, nineteen eighty three. So that's yeah. when um, my brother was born. Yeah. So. So and and he didn't get very popular for a while because you know C Caleb was in school. He was probably Titus's age when we went to visit uh, the, and he got to talk with his favorite author. And uh, yeah, I think that it's a good read aloud because you can do different voices. I love getting to do the voices, and and really the the coyotes were probably my favorite to do. They and it, it's a real easy read. I think it's a great read aloud. It really is. So might be a good beginning read aloud if someone's not in the habit of reading and they want to start it. Yes, they can try a Hank the Cow Dog book and enjoy. And if you if you say, well, I don't know how to do the voices, well. There's, um, you can actually, he sells copies of his, you know, you can download the book or whatever you do to books, but yeah, there's tape, there was tapes, but now I'm sure it's on Audible. Yes, and, I remember uh, listening to the tapes and I love his voices. So that's a yeah, great. Yeah, that helps you, that helps you learn the voices. So you could listen to the first one all on a road trip or something. And you know, yeah. And you know, we, I think we have a few weeks of summer left. So if you have any last minute road trips. Yeah. Go that would be get a, a John Erickson book. Yeah. And enjoy. And you will, I, I, I guarantee the parents will laugh just as much as the kids will. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap on Hank the Cow Dog, the original Adventures of Hank the Cow Dog, book number one by John Erickson. And we hope that you keep those pages turning and book lights burning and your whistle wet with some lemonade. And we're just so thankful that you dropped in today to listen with us. <laughs> and thanks to our Kid Lit 
commentators for giving us that kid perspective. And we hope that you folks real life laugh. Yes, have a great day. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.